I, I was born on the south side. I was raised on the south side. Everybody stick together like we in the land. Cause it ain't no side like the south side. On the south side. South side. South side. South side. From WBZ Chicago and Comedy Central, this is Southside Stories. I'm Diala Riddle. And I'm Bashir Salahu Dean. We're the creators of the TV show Southside. And on this podcast, we're taking you to the streets to give you stories about real people and places on Chicago's Southside. <laughs> best, name, this... best theme song ever, by the way. I really... <laughs> you know, we paid a lot of money for that yeah, theme song. Yeah, so yeah, we're yeah. going to use it. On this Worth episode... it. <laughs> on this episode, we're going to get into something everybody on the Southside and just about any black community you know, mm-hmm. has an opinion on hair. All right. Uh, for those of you who didn't know, that was from the musical Hair. Yes. Uh, but we're not talking about that hair. Although what? Every black community has an opinion about the 1969 musical Hair. Because it's important to us as black people. Uh, but we're. Uh, but those aren't the opinions that we bring home to Thanksgiving. No, or no, no, no. Bring no. over we're, to the cookout because, you know, black people have to always cook out. We can't we, cook inside the house, apparently. No, no. Outside is better. The food tastes better. Correct. Ridiculous. Uh, we're just going to be talking about the hair on our heads. Real and not real. And for some, the hair that used to be on your heads. <laughs> what are you trying to say, man? If we had a bigger budget, this is where we would probably play boys to men. It's so hard to say goodbye. Uh, copyright is not cheap. But that's all right, because we have something better. We have another special guest. Indeed we do. And we did not have to go that far for this booking, which yeah, saved money. That's right. Let's give the warmest welcome uh, to actor, writer, our Southside co-star, and innovator uh, of all things great and small, Chandra Russell. Oh, hi. Thank you for having me. Welcome to Southside Stories. And you are from the Southside, correct? I am. I am. Good. You uh, you passed the test. That's all we need. <laughs> Thank you. Anybody from the you south side. You didn't even do a neighborhood check. I, I like that. Oh, yeah. Well, Excuse let's me. get what uh, what intersections do you uh, rep? Um, first, 72nd and Honoree. Mm. And then I lived in Hyde Park on 54th University. Very you know, this Hyde is Park. a lot like our last episode with Bashir's mom, Renee, because it, it would not be a real Chicago podcast if we did not continue to keep it in the family. Uh, what do you mean by that, Dell? I'm just saying. Explain yourself. You guys are married. And I, and I personally- I, I, I love to see the chemistry you know, people between you guys. People don't know that we're married. on air. I think that's a secret that we wanted to keep from the Oh, audience. well, you know, the listeners of the podcast, deserve they deserve a little bit of tea. Full <sighs> disclosure, okay. Yes, <laughs> well. we, we are married. But should we well, get back to the topic anyway, of the back to this topic of the yeah. episode, hair. Yes. The one on our heads. Girl, you know what I'm tired of? Edges. Oh, yeah. Got my whole goddamn blood pressure raising trying to get these little ass hairs to lay down. Like, I need one more thing to be self-conscious about. Now, Chandra, you, obviously, to me and Diallo, hair is just whatever the barber's doing. Uh, to you, it probably is more deep. What are some of the hairstyles when you were growing up that you liked, didn't like, that you had? I always had braids because my mom cannot do hair at all. And if she heard this, she would agree. She knows herself. Like, she's had an afro, a small afro my whole life. And so I always just had, like, braids with beads. But, you know, like, the cute girls have the the braids with the rubber bands on the end. But my mom mm. used aluminum foil. I remember ends. that. And the volleyballs. Yes. That's what I call them. Yes. Volleyballs are cute. My mom did not do volleyballs either. No, you had either. aluminum foil? I have foil. Um, 
braids were never good, mm. but they were adequate, efficient. And you had dreads, too, if I remember correctly from uh, knowing yes. you. Yes. <laughs> you did not know me when I had dreads, but... Oh, I, oh, <laughs> oh she called you out, dude. <laughs> I was like, what? No, no, I knew you. You just didn't know me. <laughs> he was talking. Oh, God. He's so creepy. So, um, I did. I did. My whole family got locks because, like <laughs> I said... By the way, for those of you interested in the... Russell family, there is photographs in their house of us, five people with dreadlocks. Yes, and we are in African garb, and we are all holding masks and etc. That sounds like one side of my family. Mm -hmm. My brother Tony, there are definitely a lot of woke riddles. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then there's you. Oh, Hey, I don't even like that. No, I was the one kid who, I I tried to be Alex B. Keaton. I wore a, a suit and tie every day to school and carried a briefcase. Because I was trying to rebel. Like, I had to do something different. I had to do something You know, I had this interesting hair story where I... My dad, used to, my dad used to cut our hair in my sophomore year. Now, people don't understand this because they don't know the history, but the baldy that Jordan, you know, wa- rocked. <laughs> did, you, did your father invent it Hold on, let, let me tell you. That's a good guess. No. <laughs> the baldy that Jordan rocked was he could rock it, but at first nobody else rocked it. Like, it was still weird mm-hmm. to have your head bald. And then my dad was cutting my hair, and either he or I messed up, and I'll never forget. So we had to cut it all off because it was, like, yeah. ruined. So then I was never religious growing up. So I went to school the next day with a little kufi on my head, a little Islamic <laughs> head thing. And then my geometry teacher was like, take that off. And I was like, no, no, it's a, it's a religious thing. And I got away with that for like three different white teachers. And then this one black teacher was like, nah, take that shit off right now. <laughs> and I took it off. And then I had a ball. Was that, was that the black community's hostility to the Muslim community? No. No, no, not at all. It was just that you're not she supposed just to. She sniffed it out. You're, she just knew that I was full of shit. You're like, if you must know, this is a holy day. And she's like, which she's one? Like, you were like, uh, you know. Cat me. Bashir, Bashir, what <laughs> happened day. to, why don't I cut your hair anymore? Do you remember when I used to cut your hair? I'm well, you just got that. busy, you know, just living this life. <laughs> but I think we should get back to that. <laughs> Never happening again. <laughs> um, hair culture. Dial, you have your own hair culture in Atlanta. I believe you guys are from the South, so I'm assuming jerry curls, gold teeth. Kinda Atlanta like, has the best weed, by lot. the way. Atlanta assuming, has the best weed. Well, in light, we are. We, we no, seriously. Best, you know, like if best. you want, you know, the best champagne, you have to go to the part of France. And mm-hmm. if you want the best uh, bundles, then you mm-hmm. got to come to Atlanta. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Well, That's our, where I order from. You order your hair from Atlanta. <laughs> absolutely, it is the best weed. But here's Highest my question: quality. Why is that the case? I think it's because the housewives, like all so many reality shows in Atlanta, they need a higher quality. <laughs> I was of thinking weed. maybe it's Hartsfield Airport because you know, like it's a major airport, but Chicago has a major airport. No, I was thinking Bronner Brothers. It's Bronner Brothers. Might be Bronner. Atlanta Brothers. is the hub of one of the giganticest hair shows in America. It's called Bronner Brothers. It's every year. It is ground zero for innovations in African American hair because we have said a lot about the black community and hair. Uh, every community has. Hair and yeah. weaves and and all. We just want to. Yes, say if you think clear. if you think weaves weaves and wigs is a black woman thing, then yeah. you, my friend, uh, are deeply um, uninformed. Mm-hmm. But you know Anybody you see on TV is wearing a piece. Yeah. That was shocking to me the first time I found out that uh, white women wore pieces. Oh yeah, I was like, it was jarring. I saw a girl and her track had slipped. It was mm-hmm. not a cute situation, <laughs> and I was like, oh my god. And did you help her? <laughs> I, yes, I always do. If yeah. I see oh, a see? track slip, I'll oh. say something. There you go. All right. I, I wouldn't want nobody to have me out there like that. Well, <laughs> uh, you know, our correspondent, Just Niche, went with our producers to one of uh, the wonderful places in Chicago where you can get your hair done, Issues Beauty and Barber Salon. It first opened up about 20 years ago in Bronzeville. Not Brownsville. Yes. Not Brownsville. Just two years ago, they moved from Bronzeville to Chicago's South Loop where the real estate does not come cheap. They're doing it big. And overseeing it all is owner and stylist Midge Welch, who is easy to spot with her signature short blue hair. She and her shop are also so well-known that they've even been profiled by Vogue. 
niche got to know Midge and one of her most loyal customers. Take a listen. Hey, y'all, it's Just Niche, and we are here on 21st in Michigan, and I had to make sure I paid my meter. I have had way too many parking tickets in the city. We are right in front of Issues Beauty and Barber Salon. So I'm excited to take a look around. I heard they got a lot of dope things going on on the inside. Uh, I wanted to get my hair done, but I don't have time. Y'all got really cute. Thank you. I like this blue, though. Thank you, girl. Y'all need a picture of this. My first salon was a hole in the wall, and when I say that was my biggest money maker, I made the most money at my hole in the wall because I started off with a special. I was doing uh, washing sets for $25, so I would have people lined up down the street. Now, Chandra, we're guys and we're not aware. What, what is a washing set? Usually, and what does it usually cost? $25 is a very good price. <laughs> uh, it's when they wash your hair and then they put the uh, rollers under uh, on your uh, head and put you under the dryer. That's the set part. Mm-hmm. But do you take that off at home or do you take it off at the salon? No, they're going to take it off. Okay. I've seen women in the street with like things in their head and like little right, aluminum the, the, foil thingies. And... That's if you want to hold, you know, if you're trying to hold your hair for another day. Ah. If you're trying to get, get some stretch out that style. <laughs> I understand. Learning and learning. Like, guys used to tell me all the time, you selling dope in age. <laughs> and at the time, I was also working at the post office and at Starbucks. So I was, like, hustling because I wanted my own salon. I was barely getting any sleep. But it, it paid off because you see now I got something much bigger and better. Yeah. Okay. It's eight barbers and it's nine hairstylists. We do everything here, lashes, everything. We everything except nails. What you gonna get done? Well, she's gonna, um, Midge always, what she calls it, twirling curls. Yes, that's what Midge calls it, twirl curls. And she's gonna twirl, I have a pixie. I grew up in the Dibble Homes, 29th Estate. I hung with a group of girls, and I was the one out the group that did everybody's hair. So we had Jerry curls at the time, and I would um, color our curls with Kool-Aid. First I would, like, dye it with peroxide, then color it with Kool-Aid. I pierced everybody's ears, pierced our nose. So I was always the one into beauty. So when I finished high school, my mom's friend needed a shampoo assistant, and she called my mother. My mom was like, oh, yeah, she'll be there Saturday. At the time, I was not interested in it, but I'm like, okay, I'll go. I loved it. So just watching them, I was really influenced by the way that they looked. Because at the time when I went to work for them, I was like a little tomboy from the projects. Uh, the length that it's at now, Midge. This is as long as I wanted to get for now. Midge, I found her on um, Instagram. Even when I moved back to Vegas, I would fly here. And got off the blue line with my luggage, and I would roll my luggage in here and put it in the back room just to get my hair done. That's how. Oh, and then that's how you know she's real good. Because you're flying in to get it done. You can't let everybody in your head. And the hairstylist is, I know they like therapists. But at the same time, she move over, sit over, scoot over to the side. She's doing that hair. It's, it's very precision. I like short styles. Okay. Are people still doing short styles with yes. all the weave and wigs? Yes. That's what I was mm-hmm. going to ask because it seems like everybody is Lace front, lace front, so and so and. Well, that's a lot of the, the younger girls, okay. middle-aged women. They pretty much wear shortcuts. Pre- they still sleep with like what they um <laughs> neck. Yes, the neck pillows. The okay. Mm-hmm. I have a satin pillowcase and I just lay on it. I mostly lay on the back sometimes because the back I can just get up and comb through it. And the sides, cause she's so her precision is so dope. I don't want to mess it up at least for a few days. 
waterfall, buns, french roll. That was my high school days. Prom, we had the big ponytail, the feather ponytail. Yes. So mm-hmm. I enjoyed those, and I just don't see styles no more, but I guess I need to be at the beauty shop. You was wearing that big hair back then, The no? Marge Simpson girl, up <laughs> yeah, the high those big ponytails. Yes, everybody on prom was walking around with three feet of ponytail on their head. Now yeah. that would look a mess. <laughs> well, we was asking Mitch too, Sam, like when she retired, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, how the relationship with her clients, you know, how would that feel, she having re- a breakaway? Retiring. Girl, I ain't thinking about Mitch, no retiring. <laughs> Listen. See what I'm saying? I can't, go, I can't even go pee. Right. <laughs> she, she'll be the nursing home and I'll bring her the iron, the stove, and I, whatever it is. And be like, Mitch, please. made me so homesick oh my god i love one of the things about this podcast i've I've often said is that just hearing those voices Mm -hmm. it's so chicago the way people talk way people laugh with each other is just something that we're so excited to do our show because we were like why are you showing this this is what it really is it's these fun conversations but i do have to say that uh as a person who grew up in atlanta like you could tell me these voices were from atlanta i would totally believe you that's because we're all from this is southern accent that's because all chicagoans are from mississippi Mm -hmm. let's be really real 100 percent mississippi brand a few other places chandra diallo question are there stylists who you swear by is there a barber you go to is there a you like always go to one person or is it like i don't know I'm a I'm a chair hopper, unfortunately, and they hate that. But it's just hard to get that ho- holy <laughs> trinity. I never yes. heard that before, but I know exactly hopper. what that is. That's, that's what they call uh-huh. you. It's hard to get that holy trinity of like somebody who is efficient, talented, and um, like polite. You know, like good natured. It's, it's it's tough. Let me tell you, I had one. The best barber I've ever had is this travel barber here in L.A. But the problem is. <laughs> He has so many side hustles. Many of them I'm not sure are legal. I don't really care, but I just worry about being, you know, because in his space. You, know, <laughs> you worry about being in the chair when somebody shows up to <laughs> yeah, collect the debt. Yeah, but he's right. so good. <laughs> he's so talented. But I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> it just seems so dangerous. I'd, I'd rather have a half-ass, maybe a lesser haircut. <laughs> See, that's the difference, I think, between men and women. Is like I will sit through some stuff and be pissed off half the time getting my hair done. Like, this is a waste of my time. This is horrible. You know, I've definitely had a hairdresser also selling stuff she shouldn't have been selling while doing my sure. hair. We had to stop for her to, you know, deal with her other clients. But it's like, I can't deal with the with the half ass. I yeah. can't. Yeah. You know, I need it right. To get somebody good is, is, is a blessing. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, we have to take a break. But afterwards, Midge will introduce us uh, and Niche to a few of the stylists and barbers at Issues. Yes. So you'll definitely want to stick around for that. So don't hit pause. Welcome back, everybody. I was going to say, and we're black, but you know what? I'm not going to say And that. blacker. Because I respect you guys' oh, we're not, we're intelligence. Not <laughs> so let's start over. I just want to say, our, I, well, I think we, we're in it now. I was just going to say our producer, James, is trying to, you know. He's putting words in our mouth. and uh, He's also coming up with like phrases that people don't say. <laughs> and we're black. And we're really, black. James? Oh, James. <laughs> James. All right, This brother. is NPR, okay? I know, right? This is WBEZ. This is hey, not I'm, the I'm Zoo Crew. This, hey, watch this. I'm going to do <laughs> I'm going to do this next part in my NPRist voice. Okay, let's go. Let's go. And like we promised, Midge is about to introduce us to some of the stylists and barbers at Issues, where even a slow day is far from dull. (laughs) And you know dull. The folks at Issues know how to (laughs) have a good time. If you happen to be in there on a Saturday, 
you know, that day that you don't have to go into work, you <laughs> might also get your drink on. That, that which, means drink a lot, right? Which is what the script says. They have a thing there called curls and cocktails and cuts and cocktails, which is not redundant. I like that. Are there that. any special things that your favorite shops do? I'll tell you, there was there was a place in uh, Los Angeles for a while. Ran It was run by a guy named Woody. Uh, who used to cut hair, and it was it was like you go in there, it was wood paneled, and there were like cigars, and it was just it really went for like the, all the old uh, all the chairs were old timey, so like you'd have to you know like it was it was really going for that polished nineteen twenties look. I go to one lady; she likes to watch pimp documentaries, and I also enjoy pimp documentaries, so it's a good way to pass seven hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand the patience that gets in, like when you sit down, you're like, "Oh, I'm gonna be here for the next seven hours." It's literally eight hours. like playing yeah. the dude from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy or something, where you had to sit in the chair for an hour and a half. But it's no, like I mean, like... you're used to it. I mean, I've, I've been sitting in shops for you know five to seven hours since I was a child. So like, I'll never forget the first time my wife sat down for some eight hour treatment. And uh, our oldest was like under one years old. Oh my lord! So I literally just had to figure out what to do with him for eight hours. And I didn't. I went in. I didn't know it was going to be eight hours. I just remember like I was like, just go back to sleep. <laughs> like it was the worst. I'll never forget. I've never felt more claustrophobic in my life. Like just by the time we left that place, I was so I was thrilled. That's well, why a person's demeanor. Mm-hmm. And a lot of you know times, I mostly go get my hair done in people's houses. Yeah. That's why people's demeanors and how they keep their houses are very important because mm-hmm. you cannot be in a roach situation for seven hours. <laughs> that's <Yeah>. uncomfortable. <laughs> we'll even go into the roaches, but okay, that's, yeah, that would be a nightmare. Yeah, well, I've be been through some things. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> I, I really like I really it. like in this episode of Southside where uh, it, it took place in somebody's house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Like a lot of shops, there are so many colorful characters yeah, man. who don't care at all about a filter, so fair warning. It's about to get a little real. It's going to get really real. Well, hold on, let me say that in NPR voice. <laughs> fair warning, folks, it's about to get a little real. This conversation might be a little toasty. If you have children, yeah. you might want to send them to the other part of the car. Warning to your listeners, Andy. All right, let's hit it. So we're going to go out and talk to some of the barbers and beauticians. Oh, y'all got to be ready for them. Now I had a client, and I was flat ironing her leave out, and a piece burnt off. So I just turned her around, and once I laid her leave out down, she was like, oh, my God, I love my hair. I'm like, yes, girl. Okay, that happened to me. I had a period of time where I had this weave that did not match the color of my hair, and my leave out, which is the piece of hair, of your real hair, that you don't put in the weave. In order to create the illusion. Yes, yes, that it is all your hair. And I think actually we were dating during that time. It was very stressful because mm-hmm. I would have to try to slick it down so you didn't see my ghetto and antics. You were worried about him hair. noticing your leave out. I was. I was. Leave out. I thought that was the fourth member of Migos. I guess I was wrong. <laughs> leave out. Clever. Okay. My bogus cousin didn't seem that bad, though. My bogus cousin was just all even, no lining. See, he wants some singles now. You trying to give me the dance? I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I'm wasting all this damn handsomeness on a damn microphone. The women, we all like a big family. Like during the summer, you know, some weekdays we might go over to the pier. We have more drama amongst the men than we do with the women. Okay, that's crazy. That's crazy. Like some of the men can't stand each other. They won't look each other way. When you get real drunk, you take your shirt off. Oh, hell yeah. You know I got to take your shirt off. What did they play my song? I call him Bone Crusher. Baby, he's going to be a handful as well. He's been with me for years. We grew up in the same projects as well. Okay, what's your favorite thing about being a barber? The people. Okay. Always about the people. Yeah. Yeah, I hate hate seeing people sad, coming with bad days. You know, I got to act a fool. That's me. I act a fool, then I act a fool on your head. 
So y'all clown all day. The barbers do. They actually embarrass me most of the time. Boys yeah. will be boys. I'll be scared. I don't know what's going to come up and come out of their mouth. So. Mm -mm -mm. No censor, no filter. No, no, and they don't care. They talk nasty to older women. I'll be um, so embarrassed. And the older women enjoy it, though. Like, oh right. They probably come back. For, they do. For, right. That's <laughs> They like, do. Book an appointment. They and then they come here in the barber's like, where's so-and-so? Oh, my God. Y'all really looking for him? Yes. Hey, uh, my name is Hot and I'm a Scorpio. <laughs> and I like long walks in the parks. I hope you like a long... Never mind. Hot, um, that's one of my favorite barbers that get on my nerves. He's very entertaining. He's actually a rapper as well, but that's the one who has no chill. He don't care what he say out his mouth, so beware. And he just offered me a sip of Patron. How about, let me take a sip, you take the rest. But how long you been cutting hair? I was cutting hair shit at 12 years old. You fucking people heads up. You know. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a lot of stupid people out here. They deserve to get their line of pushback. I, I tell people all the time, there's a demographic for everything. Mm -hmm. It's a demographic for bad barbers. How there's do they make money though? As a bad barber, how do you make money? Consistency. You would never realize how many people don't pay attention to detail. Mm -hmm. Some people don't give a fuck. They just be like, fuck it, I don't just I only cut, cut this shit off. I'm going back home. Right. They don't get, they'll probably be married. Because most married motherfuckers don't give a fuck about their hair. They, they definitely like, don't. You better not come home with no sharp I'm going back to the same bitch. Fuck, cut this shit. <laughs> same bitch every damn night. I don't need this shit. Cut it. Fuck up. I don't up. need no Fuck up. Matter of fact, fuck it up. She got to look at it. <laughs> hey. Mm. Hey. Mm. He's right. That's why this is a podcast, not a, you know, something with some cameras around because my hair looks crazy right now. I mean, what, Chandra? You know, with the, 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 it has weekly moments. haircuts. Would that be a thing that you think is a good thing, or is that a thing that is? is I you know? mean, you know, I mean, I, I like it when it's you know f fresh or whatever. <laughs> I mean, you had a period where you had a, a little extra on the top. That was very nice. Yeah, that was a cute look. Yeah. Oh. But you know, I'm just so busy being you know a movie star. I like that you I just, with this. They always style. change. Hey, what's your latest movie? <laughs> no, I don't have. One. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, well, Chandra, you know, so you're saying it's okay for guys to for married guys to keep their hair. They should keep their hair better. You think? I mean, I, yeah, I think so. I mean, don't you? It doesn't matter to you. Absolutely not. You don't care. No, it matters I, to me. I, no. I think about my beard married, a lot. Yeah. I, I would actually, or like when I am on a shoot, like I always take advantage of the fact that you can have a fresh line and a fresh beard trim. Yeah, I think you, if you're going to have a beard, you definitely need to take care of it, and you definitely need to make sure that you don't have those little hairs hanging over your lip because that <laughs> yeah, is I always cut not those. good. I, try to, I try to cut those. You're not trying to be subtle. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I'm, just, I'm just thinking about things that I no, that, that, no, no, it's not. Okay, radio listeners, I wish you could see me right now. My shit is so good, so good right now. No, I think about that all the time too. I, that no, 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 that ain't it. No. No, nobody wants that mustache hang time. No, 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 no. no. And with that, I would say, uh, <laughs> Chandra, thanks for coming in today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Uh, was it educational? Um, yeah, yeah, I it enjoyed was it very educational much. Educational for us. We mm. learned a lot. Yeah, are you guys I, gonna get some silk leave pillows? Out. Leave out, leave out. It's such a good rap. That's actually kind of a hot. Yeah, I'm telling you, leave out. Will, will you guys be using uh, satin pillows and bonnets and do rags? No, no and... but I like leave out because you said it's the real hair that's there, right? It yeah. is. So see, that's what I'm saying. I'm real like leave out. <laughs> I'm leave so out. this is Bashir Salahuddin, and I'm Diallo Riddle, and I'm Chandra Russell. 
and Diallo Riddle, a.k.a. Leave Out. Um, <laughs> we want to thank you guys again for listening. We'll see you next time. See you next time. Got it from David, and it go crazy. Southside Stories is a production of WBEZ Chicago and Comedy Central. I'm Diallo Riddle. And I'm Bashir Salahuddin. The producer is James Edwards, with production support from Bia Medias. The executive producers are Steve Raises and Kevin Dawson. Special thanks to Kellen Parker, Jeremy Westfall, Dara Frank, Michael Blyden, and Brendan Banizek. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.